0: Earbud Media, audio for everyone. And I've and I've begun. Okay, welcome everyone. Bryce is back on her bullshit. <laughs> Apparently, her yeah. words, not well, mine. Mm-hmm. Just repeating. I'm Shayna. and I'm Bryce, and this is charmed a spell cast.
1: the witches with the really nice hair and a penchant for 90s style and kicking ass and taking names when names are worthwhile and knowing
0: how to fight like
1: girls in this patriarchal demon-infested world.
2: Oh my God, ja, that's just ja, ja, it. Ja, 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 I know. We didn't even clip. Damn. So. Okay. Okay, so. O- okay, so. Here's the deal. Okay we, okay,
0: we have a TV show. We have a TV show. Not us. Not us. We have a podcast. Yes. There uh, is a TV show. About a TV show. There's a podcast <laughs> about a TV show in this world. And in this world, many of us mm. attempt to live and go through life. Um, enjoying ourselves and experiencing things that we never experienced
2: previously, like almost climbing Half Dome. Oh yeah, so we're doing manor keeping, I see now. <laughs> we were, that was an effortless segue. <laughs> um, so the last time you had heard from me, I was supposed to have climbed the Half Dome. Uh, unfortunately, There was a snowstorm the weekend before that event was to take place, and the way the Half Dome works, there's a a final section that you need to use cables with to summit, um, and because of the snowstorm, they didn't put up the cables until after our slotted date, which meant that we couldn't do the Half Dome, so I just spent the weekend in San Francisco, which was nice still. It was nice though and I and I spent the entire week there as well. Saw a lot of old friends, saw some family, saw my cousin over two little babies. I realized that I don't know how to talk to babies, so th- one of them is like fourteen months and it kept pressing this like paper plate against its face, like smushing its face, and I'll be like, that's Ridiculous, you look silly. Will you stop, or <laughs> <We're> in public. <laughs> I think that is the way you're supposed to talk to oh. babies. Oh, okay good. Cause she left me in charge of him when she went to go take the other one, the toddler to the potty. And I was like looking at this baby sitting across from me in the restaurant. And I was like, you look silly. <laughs> you're just a baby. <laughs> just be mean
0: to babies at least <laughs> once a day. Like that's what keeps me young.
2: He loved it. He was giggling, <laughs> he had a great time. Um, So yeah, that's me. I didn't do the Half Dome, but I had a good time visiting family and friends. I was on vacation for two weeks and then I'm back. So right now I'm currently in a um, liminal space because I've finished my graduate degree. I'm still technically working part time at the AIDS Institute, but I will be ending that soon to begin my full time job at CrossX, which is a healthcare data analytics marketing uh, startup company. They're they are a little bit older than a startup, but they still brand themselves as a, as a startup. Um, so in the meantime, I've just been working part-time at the AIDS Institute, hanging out with Shana, and uh, moving in. That's the other thing. I have attained an apartment in Brooklyn, and we are unpacking, and I'm buying stuff seemingly every night, cleaning stuff seemingly every night. It's never-ending. I'm very stressed. I'm going to go full Marie Kondo after this, just get rid of all my material possessions, live in a trailer that's just nothing in it. And uh, that's, I will have attained my final form.
0: I really like this manner keeping was actually housekeeping oh. for you, like you're talking about housekeeping and yeah. the manner keeping, and I would like to congratulate you on, I think, doing that for the first time. Oh. So can we get, can we get a prize
2: over here? I'm calling to our PA. <laughs> <laughs> bring it, oh, that's that's too big, that's too big. Bring it back, bring it back. <laughs> Just ship it to me later. Marine Kondo would not approve. I know. <coughs> but it brings me joy to have Things. then she would okay good but then too many things (laughs) (laughs) the problem is too many things y'all can't see this but
0: it's just a giant (laughs) trophy that says number one manor keeper but in like really tiny writing on it (laughs) so we just assume it it's a Stanley Cup is what Ah. I'm saying yes Bryce won the Stanley Cup Mm. congratulations Stanley is that a Jasmine Sullivan <laughs> impression? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <Stand> <laughs> did it work? Did you get that right away? I'm you in did. The yeah, I did, because I d- wouldn't know what else it would be. You introduced to. me to that song. That's true, I did, and that's my manner keeping for the day. <laughs> I introduced Bryce to a great song like three years ago.
2: Yeah, I put it on one of my um, CDs that I made for my car, like one of those mixes. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Now yep. it's
0: gone from manner keeping to like auto shopping. <laughs>
2: <laughs> New segment. I, I almost sold the car to you. That's true. Keeping our enti- You are not keeping us on track. <laughs> I'm so sorry, ma'am. So what, is, what is your manner keeping? What's I don't. What's I on the really
0: docket? truly don't have much to say. Um, I think I will save it for the end. Okay. Uh, because there is my my life is pretty pleasant right now. Mm. And I'm just working full time, and I'm writing, and I'm having a great time. And uh, tonight, I'm going to see a very gay production of The Importance of Being Earnest. <gasps> nice. Which I'm quite excited about. And uh, the roles are going to be gender-swapped. Oh, so I didn't know. I'm quite excited for that.
2: Wow. I'm very mm, happy wow for wow you. Wow,
0: thank you. Oh, mm, the Tonys. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot.
2: <laughs> I love your immediate like 180 <laughs> switch in demeanor. <laughs> Yes. Okay. The Tonys happened. Yes, they did.
0: Um, and as you might know, here on Charmed Spellcast, we tend to talk about queer media. Mm. Um, this Tonys was interesting because there were several queer or gay or LGBTQ nominees and shows, et cetera. And then there was one that was aggressively heterosexual. And um, a bit transphobic, which is Tootsie, oh. uh, which is a revamp of that 80s classic starring Dustin Hoffman, which really did not need to happen. Mm. And it took home Best Actor. Right, with Santino Fontana. Yes, with Santino Fontana, whom we love mm-hmm. from playing Prince Charming in Cinderella. But, um, and also he was in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. In Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. But his win felt incredibly hollow, and I don't think Tootsie should have won anything when we had so many incredible nominees, Mm. especially from The Prom, Mm -hmm. Choir
2: Boy. Yeah, I will say I didn't know anything about Tootsie, so now hearing this... So when I watched the win, I was like, oh, Santina Fontana won, but I didn't know the resonance of it. So hearing this, I am a little bit um, sad about that, especially because you're right, there were some really good competition nominees that I felt like could have also won easily.
0: Yeah, and I I think what happened this year and as uh, you know as happens in years is that the two people who won For lead actor and actress in a musical did not win for their roles They won because they had been passed over previously. Oh interesting. That's what I think
2: I did hear that because the, when they were announcing the best actress I didn't actually know who she was, but they were saying that she was Stephanie nominated. J. Block Yes, you <laughs> <laughs> don't know who she is. Uh She which is amazing.
0: She, what was her she, musical? Uh, she was nominated for The Cher Show. Oh, OK. Which I is supposed to be fun. Yeah. I mean, and, the, and great. the performance that they did seems yeah. fun. It was cute. It was fun to see Bob Mackie's costumes. <laughs> um, True. Yeah. But yes, anyhow. I think that's what, it wa- that's what I believe okay. in my heart of hearts. And I think that is um, how you say? How you say wrong. Wrong. Uh, <laughs> book. <laughs> How do you say menage à toi? <laughs> <laughs> it's a freaking French word. Anyway, okay. So I, I just felt watching it. Mm. Um, and I was watching it with other queer people. So that was really nice. Mm-hmm. But I, every time they showed an excerpt from Tootsie or like somebody won something from Tootsie, we all kind of just were like, oh, why yeah. is this happening? Because as much as Broadway likes to lord its progressiveness over other industries. Mm -hmm. I I don't believe that it can be called progressive when there are still people who are passing over female and Mm non-male creative and production teams because they think something like Tootsie, with an all-male creative and production team, Mm. will bring in money
2: regardless of what the story is actually saying. So, yeah. Uh, the issue to me is that Broadway no matter what it says is still an industry. They still got to make money. And the bottom line means making money is appealing to the masses and sometimes it seems like the masses want that. I don't know. I could not say. All I all I can say is that
0: Hades Town is the hottest ticket right now mm-hmm. on Broadway and it does so much from the standpoint of two female creators. You're right. And an all actually an all female creative and production team. Right. So I think that can be disproven.
2: You're right. Okay, I will amend my previous statement and say that it's not so much that the masses want what the higher ups think they want. It's that they don't the higher ups don't have faith. They don't want to take that leap yeah. of faith. Yeah,
0: that is exactly true. There is and sometimes this happens especially in Hollywood no matter how many times a film proves, and musicals are more tenuous, I know, but a film proves that it can break the box office, mm-hmm. executives who do not come from marginalized communities have a very hard time believing yeah. that success is not a one-off.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else? Um, I'm just excited that a lot of Town wins happened Yeah,
0: um, for yeah, uh, Anais Mitchell and Rachel Chavkin, especially. Oh, yeah. oh,
2: I didn't send you the video of the set designer talking. Ah, that's right about their work. And do that, do Kay. that, do that. I will.
0: And Andre de Shields winning was wonderful as well. Um, yes. Yes. Okay, so. Okay, so we begin. We begin. Okay, now that we've cleared all of the dust
2: out of the manor and mm-hmm. the auto for Bryce. (laughs) Let's get to Charmed, season one, episode 17, that 70s episode. So this was directed by Richard Compton,
0: and it was written by Cheryl J. Anderson. Ooh! Oh,
2: shoot. Hanging out. you know what I forgot? What? What date it was broadcast. I'll sing while you do that. Hanging out down the street I'm gonna cut all this later while you search on your phone, not a thing to do. But watch, charmed with you. We're all all right. We're all all right. Thank you, San Francisco. Please keep that in. That was fantastic. <laughs> I loved that.
0: Okay. So this would. Br- this was broadcast April 7th, 1999. Awesome. Getting closer to the turn of the
2: millennia. Ha, papa. Okay. Quite Okay. All right. So um, this is a pretty heavy episode. Oh, boy. Let's, let's just dive right in, get this ball rolling. Um, let's roll this ball. Okay. So we open up upon Prue and Piper and, oh, no, Prue and Phoebe? Mm-hmm. Prue and Phoebe looking at um, some old family albums, and they're checking out their baby photos. And there's not that many baby photos of Phoebe, of which she is perturbed.
0: Yeah, she's very upset about that because in her heart of hearts, Phoebe
2: is a Leo. Even though (laughs) she's not, um, we know she's not, oh, right? Mm. No. I don't know. She's not. But we'll dive into why she's um, upset about that later. Anyway, so essentially they're just looking through
0: things and reminiscing. And then Piper comes in and she needs to find some paper and a pen to write a note. Yes for Graham's friend who comes
2: every year yes. to uh, give her flowers. And they're like, oh, this is Graham's secret admirer, but now we have to tell him that she's dead, so we'll just leave him a note. <laughs> yep. uh, so she's searching frantically and she can't get the drawer open. Um, and then Phoebe comes over and just kicks it, pounds her fist on it, and it pops open like magic. <laughs> like structural integrity. That's some practical
0: magic right there. Ah! With Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Oh. <laughs> and Stockard Channing. Never forget Stockard Channing. Anyway, um, yes, so then, uh, 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 oh god. So then Piper is like, ah, yeah. I've always wondered how to get the candy from here, gosh darn it, and some
2: other little, like, cute banter, and then yeah. The doorbell rings. Oh boy, the secret admirer is here. Oh boy, and he's creepy. He's not, he just has this, like, I know what it is. He doesn't blink. Yeah. He's got this really intense stare. So this is guest star Andrew Jackson. Oh, I was wondering who Andrew Jackson was. Yeah, that's that's
0: Andrew Jackson. And I looked at his just IMDb to see if I'd seen him in anything else, mm-hmm. and I have not. He's in. He's been in a ton of these shows, though, like supernatural oh. kind of stuff. I am willing to bet he plays the villain in many of them.
2: I wonder why his parents did that.
0: Andrew Jackson? Yeah. I don't know if they did. Oh, maybe <laughs> he did Could be a didn't. stage I main. see, I see. Um, but anyhow, uh, yes, he's creepy and right on cue he drops the vase yep. of flowers mm-hmm. and Piper is like, ah, oh, he's so clumsy
2: and she freezes him. Yeah, and she's like, he does this every year but now I can finally freeze him to save myself the mess. Yes, and she does as the clock is chiming
0: and then unfreezes him so she can hand him the flowers. And yeah. he goes, five chimes. Which is the scariest thing to say from a stranger. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, it was terrifying. Woo, Five chimes but it's noon, that means you froze me. Which means you finally have your powers. <laughs> yeah, and now yeah. I've
2: come to kill you. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then he like twists his ring, mm-hmm. his big, it looks like a big class ring. <laughs> it does. Um, he twists it yeah. and he transforms into a younger version of himself. It wasn't that drastic of a transformation, yeah. but it was still creepy Yeah. and weird. Uh, and understandably, the sisters are um freaking out a bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: he's in their home he's in
0: their home he's transformed he says i needed to make it look like i was naturally aging over uh-huh. the years
2: and now your powers belong to me so then we have a, like a big explanation where he talks yeah. about how he had made a pact with their mom 24 years ago that um he would get a ring that'd be immune to their powers um and then he would wait until they have their. well t- she didn't know this part their mom didn't know this part but his plan was that when they get their powers back he would come and try to kill them and take their powers and become the most powerful warlock in the world! <laughs> Can we save that clip? Because
0: <laughs> I, I really want to put... I feel like there will be so many more uses for that. Okay. The most powerful It'll warlock. It'll be a sound effect. W- yeah. put
2: some little, like, sparkles.
0: Absolutely. Oh, please. Oh, my God. This <laughs> I'm a, genius. Um. <laughs> I'm a genius. I'm a creative genius.
2: Te- I deserve a Tony. Or at least a Webby. Become the most powerful (laughs) warlock in the world. (laughs) Anyhow, so he he,
0: is—he—he puts his fist out like Infinity Stone style, and oh, we just—we just pat his fist. (laughs) Um, but anyway, and and he he turns his hand and he's like, your blood is boiling oh, yeah. and
2: this was no good. I hated this. This is the scariest power to have. You can like make someone's insides go wrong. That's that's too much. That's too much. We don't like this. I don't know if you remembered, but in Avatar The Last Airbender, there was like bloodbenders. Oh, shoot. Yeah, those. I, didn't, sc- I haven't seen it. Oh, I think that might've been co- in Korra. But oh, okay. they were really scary because bloodbenders like, you know, can hurt you from the inside. There's, oh yeah, there's another,
0: I was trying to remember, because what you were talking about, this like the scariest thing, this is something that has been portrayed in a lot of different kind of fantasy series. But the one I remember it most vividly from is a, a book series actually, The Name mm. of the Wind.
2: Okay, I don't know it.
0: Um, would recommend, this is my recommend, <laughs> this is my, welcome to Shana's Book Club. <laughs> um, this is my book recommendation. Uh-huh. They have a lot of kind of magic in this world, and one of the most popular forms is alchemical okay. magic. And if there's this whole thing about like mastering all the elements, like stone and, mm-hmm. and earth and water, etc. But one of the most dangerous ones is like blood mm. or I- I like affecting like the uh, the iron in somebody's blood, like no. that kind of thing. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when when um Nicholas Oh the, that's his name. Yeah, the his warlock. Name, Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. <laughs> when when Nicholas does the like the blood boiling, we were watching this together in an, in a dark room.
2: Yeah.
0: And I was like, gosh I can't remember much of Charmed having, you know, this much of a heart pounding effect. Yeah. But the way we were watching it, and when he started to do that creepy, creepy, I'm controlling your insides and they're rebelling against you, I was like, this is the worst. This is, I am actually scared. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Creepy, Kruppy, creepy dude. Listener, you should have seen it. <laughs> well, I hope you saw it. And but you, you can know.
2: still <laughs> it's on, on Netflix, Netflix now. now. Um, all right, so he does that thing, and they're like all being affected, and then BAM! Was it Phoebe?
0: Yeah, Phoebe slides under him with a little kick. Yeah, kick him in the shins! <laughs> and she gets him, and he goes down. Kick him, sir. I'll, I kick him. Um, what is it? I give her a ha, and a ha, and a hi Yeah, And then I kick her, sir. <laughs> <sighs> a classic. Um, <laughs> I love that Phoebe uh, is working on her own physical prowess because mm-hmm. she doesn't have an active power, mm-hmm. and she's the one saving them now.
2: It's I so know, lovely. I know. She doesn't. She doesn't let the fact that she has a defensive power keep her from becoming like an active player. Yeah, 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 exactly. Defenseless. That's a really good way of putting it. And she's the one who can help because he's immune to their powers. <laughs> this is true. Sometimes you just need a good old solid kick to the shins. Yeah,
0: remember that, listeners. <laughs> um, so anyway. She brings them down, and they run up to the attic, and they shut the attic door. And he's like, you can't run from me. And I was like, is that Jeremy again? (laughs) Again? They're always hiding in the attic. Um, And so they flip through, and oh, what do we have
2: here? Uh, (laughs) Timey-wimey-wibbly-wobbly spell. The the title is very specific, too. It was like, how to get rid of the guy who shouldn't have your powers, or something like that. Uh, Oh, open to this page. Perfect. (laughs) Um so they recite the spell. And they are transported, except it doesn't seem like they are. Yeah, they like disappear but then they reappear in the same location. Hmm. hmm. So then they take a oh, do we go to
0: the credits first or do they no. take a look around? Okay. They take a they take a little look around and they see Graham.
2: <gasps> That's right. That's right. They hear her voice. So it's, Prue. uh Bruce, yeah.
0: Prue gets elected to go scope it out. (laughs)
2: They're like, you're the oldest. You got to (laughs) go.
0: She's like, oh, okay." And uh, so she hears Grams on the phone. Mm -hmm. And then she sees young Prue and Piper running around. Yeah, little munchkins. They're so cute. I know. They're so teeny. And then she rushes back into the attic. And Piper and Phoebe say, Okay, what what happened? What did you see? Prue goes, I saw us. Dun, dun.
2: And then credits. <laughs> That's law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> Bum, <bump. laughs> Executive producer Dick Wolf. <laughs> okay, so then we go to credits, uh, and when we come back, they're still in the attic, and they're um, listening in on their.
0: Wait, we forgot a really important part what? about the credits, which is um, right after the credits is that they do a seventies montage.
2: <laughs> That's right. Well, normally, when they do their big uh, "This is San Francisco" s- scenery montage, now they do the seventies <laughs> San Francisco. It's so cheesy. And it's got like a little disco track going. Oh yeah. And people roller skating.
0: Oh yeah. And this like kind of sepia yellowy light. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of like a uh, 70s wallpaper.
2: Yeah. And I wasn't sure but like it seemed the footage was grainier than yeah. normal. Maybe it's cuz they actually like took archival footage. I hope so. But it was super kitschy. Yeah. The corn factor over oh, 9,000.
0: Over 9,000. I loved it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was so fun because we're so used to these just montages of San Francisco, yeah. which I make fun of every single time, but this was an actual payoff.
2: And it's funny because we're watching the show 20 years after after it was made, and they're revisiting a time 20 years before they were made. Oh, my gosh. I'm shocked. Time is wild. Timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly. Just an emergent property. Doesn't exist. Oh. Saw a TED Ed video. Re- it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Well, anyway, um, I do enjoy seeing how we conceptualize the past mm-hmm. over the years.
2: True. Yeah. I-, I especially love when we've got like the retro future kind of stuff because then that's how the past used to conceptualize the future over the years.
0: Oh yeah, that was that was a really fun part in one of our episodes. Um, Oh, shoot, one of the previous episodes in which it was like a Terminator-style episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In which they were like, in the future, we all wear suits and have third eyes. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) we got to get the cure. Yeah, so that might be true. Anyhow, so they're in the attic, Mm -hmm. and uh, they point out they're in the 70s by saying, look, 8-track tapes, a pet (laughs) rock, rock." (laughs) (laughs) which was very silly. Um, um, and then Prue is having trouble with tenses. Oh, yeah. Which I think is so tired and happens oh. <laughs> throughout the episode of like, you know, when this happens, or it did happen, or it will happen. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's not the greatest joke. And it keeps happening. Shh. Yeah. Or um, it will happen. Or is Or it did hap- happen. Mm.
2: You know what I mean. So, Graham's is still on the phone. They take a little sneak out because they're like, okay, we've got to exit the house at least. Um, We can't reveal ourselves to Grahams because that might freak her out. Like, how will she know that it's really us? So they take a little sneak onto the landing and then they pick up the phone to hear who she's talking to on the other side. It's Patty. It's
0: their mom. It's their mom, Patty Hallowell. Yeah. And they all kind
2: of have a moment. Yeah. Of, oh my gosh, Mom's voice. Mm -hmm. And Phoebe especially. Yeah
0: she doesn't remember her mom.
2: Yeah, and this is why the fact that there were so few baby pictures of her affected her so much because she doesn't have that many of her own tangible memories and she was hoping to have some maybe more material memories that are captured through photographs. Exactly. So, they
0: hear Grams talking to Patty about Patty having a premonition. Which is not her power. No, she was able to freeze things. Yeah. But She had a premonition about three warlocks, female warlocks, coming to kidnap
2: Little Piper and Prue. I know. Ooh, oh, this is not a setup for anything. (laughs) Couldn't be. (laughs) Do you think she's talking about us? Oh, no. (laughs) So the three sisters head downstairs to uh, sneak out, and they run into Little Piper and Prue, who turns out to have powers at this age. Yeah, which, what? Astonishing.
1: Astonishing.
2: Um, Yeah, completely astonishing. And of course, they use their powers as any little kid would do, and they use it for personal gain. Uh,
0: is this when I turned to you and was like, that's me and Sarah? Yeah,
2: yeah, I think so. Well, I think I think it was later, actually. Oh, oh like no, it, over was, the it, was,
0: it was later. OK,
2: but anyway, um, the, the three sisters run into the two little sisters and the two little sisters are like, oh, hello. And then yeah.
0: Totally unafraid. I know. As kids are.
2: Yeah. They're just kind of like, there are three ladies in my house, in my house. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Lil- Big Prue bends down to take a closer look at Little Prue, and Little Prue pokes her face freckle, and then Big Prue pokes Little Prue's face freckle and goes, You have one too." do! It uh, was so cute!
0: It's a darling. This is so cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, man. I am in no position to start a family, mm-hmm. and like having kids is the scariest thing to me mm-hmm. as a, a young person. But this kind of stuff I see, and I'm like, that's freaking adorable. They're so small. <laughs> I, oh. I,
2: I have a friend who like sometimes gets baby fever and she would like watch a kid run by and like do something cute. She'd be like, do I want a baby? And then the kid would like run over to another kid and like punch them. And then she'd be like, do I not want a baby? <laughs> <laughs> do I want a baby?
0: What do you have? A knife! <laughs> no! <laughs> Where did he get a knife? Na- <laughs> anyway. Um, so they're all very cute, but then uh, Grams comes in right. and sees them
2: and they're like, Grams, we can explain, and Grams goes, no, warlocks, be gone. And she like does this is just super weird, like transports them out of the house kind of thing, but they're like moving back and forth in front of a green screen. It's really silly.
0: Oh, it's very cheesy. Mm-hmm.
2: It looked like one of those magic carpet ride green screens. Oh, yeah, I see that, I see that. For some reason, I thought Twilight Zone when I looked at it, and I don't know why. Oh.
0: I don't know either. Hmm.
2: Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so they get thrown out of the house, and then you can just hear them be like, oh, that was scary. (laughs) Let's go.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's skedaddle. (laughs) You can just see them from a bird's eye view (laughs) skedaddling down the street. Let's go, you guys. (laughs) Um, So they decide that they're going to go find Patty Mm. and warn her about Nicholas because that's what must have happened.
2: Right, because they look at a uh, newspaper and Mm -hmm. they realize the date and they're like, this is the date where the um, pact happened? Is that what they say? Yeah,
0: exactly. So we have to go stop her. And so they realize that she's working at Buddy's Diner. Mm -hmm. I looked up Buddy's Diner to see Mm -hmm. if it was a real place. There was a Buddy's Diner in San Diego,
2: which Mm. is now closed. San Diego. San
0: Diego. But um, there was nobody's diner in San Francisco. Oh, it's a fake? Yeah. Oh. Believe it or not, Charmed is not 100% accurate (gasps) to the 70s, to San Francisco. To Magic? Well, we don't know that. It's true. It could be 100% accurate.
1: Yeah.
2: Who's to say? Not me, certainly. So they go to Buddy's Diner and they're like, all right, we can only do two t- two at a time because if there are three of us, she'll think we're the warlocks. Um, and then let's choose the two people that are already born <laughs> so that we'll show them our powers, her our powers, and then she'll know it's us. Yeah, so and
0: and also Phoebe was like, I don't need to see
2: right. mom. I already have made peace with that. But she was putting on an act. Absolutely. She wa- she, We learned this later on in the episode. I don't know if I should save this. I'm just gonna say it right now though, but it turns out, her, anytime it's like 11 11 or she gets an eyelash her wish every single time is I just want more time with my mom hmm. so you know she wanted to if there was a possibility she would have jumped on it but she was trying to put on a tough facade
0: and I think also she it's one of those things where you want something so much right. and then when it is presented to you just on the realm of possibility. You yeah. get too scared.
2: Yeah, because it meant so much. So like, the, p- the fact that if you got let down, it would hurt even more than if you had not even seen them in the first place exactly. or had the thing in the first place.
0: Yeah, so this is the first of the really kind of heavy themes yeah. that's coming in. Of course, we have a genuinely scary villain too. Right, right. Um, but this is something, just Phoebe's mention of I don't, I don't have to see her. Mm-hmm already is like tugging some heartstrings. Right.
2: We forget how much these girls have dealt with death in their early lives. And then their grandmother just died that year. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot of like, and plus they never knew their father. It's a very interesting family life. Yeah.
0: Which is why it's so important that they have each other.
2: Yeah. The Charmed Ones. The
0: Charmed Ones. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Piper and Prue go in, and Phoebe stands outside to, to watch stand for guard.
2: Andrew Jackson
0: to watch for Andrew Jackson.
2: Um, and inside the diner, uh, Piper and Prue get their first look of their mom coming out of the uh, the back the back kitchen, and they like freeze. Like she comes over to them and tries to take their order, and they just kind of stare at her for a while. Yeah,
0: like they have a plan of attack. They're like, "This is what we're going to say," I right. think, but they just completely freeze because they're. They're just so struck by her, by yeah. seeing her so young and alive and, and beautiful. and Yeah, they're enamored. You
2: know, they're enamored. She's their hero.
0: Oh, shoot. Anyway, <laughs> they're very emotional. Yeah. And there's a bit of a word vomit going on when they're trying to say why they're there. Mm-hmm. Their cousin, they're cousins. W- we're your cousins. We're not Prue and Pipe no, prunes. We need prunes prunes for for the table. (laughs) I mean. And of course, Patty starts to walk away. And Piper goes, no, 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 wait. We know you're pregnant. Yeah. We know you're pregnant. And she turns and says, well, well, she's shocked. But she Mm -hmm. says, that's impossible.
2: It's medically impossible for her to get pregnant, which they never revisit. No, they don't. What? (laughs) I don't know. And then also, we learn later on that she is separated from their dad. Yes. So was it their dad?
0: Yeah, it was. Okay, but uh,
2: like they were recently separated. It seems. Oh, I see. I see.
0: But also, I think this was just put in place as uh, another obstacle to Patty believing them.
2: Yeah, I, I realize that. But also, it's a big thing to think you're infertile. Yes, I agree. It's something that a lot of women grapple with in a very difficult way. But neither here nor there. It's just part of this yeah. plot, I guess. It's just a y- structural it's device. It's just.
0: It's a struct. It was thrown in there uh, to make things more difficult and
2: also sad. Yes, I guess. true, true, true. Um, also, they don't have their powers. This is another thing we learned during the scene because they try to demonstrate their magic so that they can show it to the mom, but nothing happens. They just kind of squint at things for a little bit, Yeah. <laughs> throw their hands up. And Patty <laughs> thinks she might recognize them. Oh, yeah. She's like, have I met you before? You seem super familiar. But then she gets weirded out by how weird they're being. They're super, super weird. (laughs) So she goes. Um, And then she also gets a phone call when she goes Mm -hmm. from her grandmother on the uh, restaurant line. And her grandmother's like, they just came, the Warlocks. They're trying to steal Prue. And the mom's like, "Okay, I'll be right back. So she goes out the back. Yeah.
0: Um, Out of sight of Piper and Prue. Right.
2: However, however, not out of sight of Phoebe. Yes. Because well, she bumps right into her. Yes, apparently she can't see. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. At all.
0: <laughs> um, so, bumps into Phoebe, things scatter on the ground. Mm-hmm. Things and fall apart. Things fall apart. <laughs> How apt. Um, and
2: uh, Phoebe is helping her and then looks up and recognizes her mom. Golly. Whoa, <laughs> oh, boy. And she's like all taken aback, and her mom's like, oh, so I'm so sorry, I'm so clumsy. And Phoebe's like, really? Me too. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Oh my god, and
0: uh, and Patty mentions she's had an upset stomach, and Phoebe says, "Well, you shouldn't be smoking these, you know. They're yeah. bad for an upset stomach. Yeah, also
1: me, <laughs> they're
0: bad for me. you baby, baby. So
2: it's, it's so sweet. Ah, mm-hmm. oh. but then they get interrupted by Andrew Jackson, the cop. The cop. Of course, he's a cop. Apparently, he's a pig. <sighs> so he shows up. Um, And then I don't know what happens exactly. Patty runs to her car. Oh, right. She's got to rush off. Yes. And
0: Nicholas goes to follow her. Uh, Right. Meanwhile, Phoebe tries to distract him and goes, hey, uh, can you tell me how to get to Berkeley? (laughs) And he's like, fuck off. Uh, Well, he doesn't say that. He says, get out of my way. He physically pushes her away. Yeah. Yeah. He's no good. No. He's no good. And then gets in a to
2: follow? Yeah, he gets in his police car to zoom off after Patty. So Phoebe runs back, or no, but she kicks him, doesn't she? Yeah. She punches him. She punches,
0: yeah. Well, I guess she punches him and goes to get Prue and Piper. Right. So Phoebe assaults a police officer, to which we say no cops at Pride, (laughs) just Phoebe Hallowell. (laughs) Um, And then she runs off
2: to get the Charmed One. So then they hustle off a lot of hustling in this episode. Yeah, a lot of. It's uh, a lot of um, running out of time. Yes. And place. <laughs> Space. <laughs> <'Cause> anyway. <laughs> 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 Alrighty <laughs> then. <laughs> so, they're like, all right, we need our powers. And we need to go back to the house. Okay. So then Phoebe's like, well. Perhaps only one set of yous can have your powers at a time, and it's not you right now, which means it's the little girls. Maybe we can bring them in on the plan to take down Nicholas. Definitely not kidnapping (laughs)
0: ourselves. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I would never kidnap myself. So (laughs) they head back to the house, um, and they're like, all right, we got to sneak in, we got to talk to the little girls, and we got to give them the lowdown. Yeah, and so they do. And the girls are like, I guess we trust you. They're like, our grandmother says you're a bad person. We shouldn't talk to strangers.
0: Yeah, and they're like, but we're not strangers. And the gals are like,
2: yeah, I guess not. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I assume it's because they know instinctively. Yeah, in their heart of hearts, tiny hearts, teeny teeny,
2: teeny tiny tiny
0: hearts. hearts. And then, and this this is the scene in which they're arguing over a doll.
2: Oh yeah, and then they use magic to like, or one of them uses magic to move the doll out of the other one's hands. No fair, that's cheating. And Piper's like, yeah, that's cheating. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Piper's like super (laughs) um, impatient. (laughs) She's very impatient. Piper dealing with
0: younger Piper is so funny (laughs) to me. (laughs) Cause she's, she's looking at her younger self and she's like, what don't you get? What is not logical about this <laughs> to God, you? Just grow Ti- up, you tiny <laughs> human. <laughs> Which is exactly how I would be to my younger self, for sure. Oh my God! Why are you taking that plate and putting it on your face?
2: <laughs> you look ridiculous. Uh, I love it. <laughs> um, okay, so they pick up the little girls and they run off. And then... Ah, we forgot Andy. Oh, and then Andy pops out and he's like, where are you going? I want to come too. Little Andy in his little cowboy costume.
0: <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I would love to see... Andy and Andy interact. Oh my god. I think they'd be so cute.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like Big Andy would be kind of gruff, be yeah. like, okay, sir. <laughs> what's the uh what's the uh, what's the deal here? What's the situation? What's the 411? So
0: um anyway, little Andy mm. is uh trying to follow them and <laughs> and Big Piper says to Little Piper, Okay, freeze him. <laughs> and she does.
2: Yeah. Uh, and, and so they run out of the yeah, house. Scoops up Little Piper and they continue running out. And then who was it? Was it Grams? I uh, no one of oh. the sisters. They were like, "This is why Andy doesn't trust us." Oh yeah. It was sewed into him young. <laughs> I think it was Piper who said that. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is <laughs> this might be why Andy is so <laughs> suspicious of us. Okay, so they they hustle off, and then Grams comes in just a second too late, sees frozen Andy, and goes, "Ah, oh, he got frozen again." So she unfreezes him. I don't know how she has that power, but well, she just she's a very powerful she's very witch, powerful. Yeah, she's like, oh Andy, did they freeze you again? Where did they get off to? And he's like, the big ladies took her. <laughs> took them. Little Andy is a snitch. I know, and we're like, snitches get frickin' stitches, Andy. <laughs> they do. This is why Andy is a cop. Yeah, it my makes g- sense. My
0: gosh, all of this makes sense. Andy Trudeau is the only good cop, and even then, it's questionable. <laughs>
2: OK, so the little girl, or not the little girl, so the sisters and their mini-selves run off to a park to talk about the plan of how they're going to take down Nicholas.
0: Yeah, so they practice with a little like red balloon or mm-hmm. ball. And there's like, OK, so first, Piper, you're going to freeze him, and then Prue, you're going to move him <laughs> out of the way. And so they practice that with astonishing accuracy. Yeah, they're very powerful. They're very powerful for such tiny little bodies. Yeah. Um, and so they're they're making a game out of it, mm-hmm. essentially. And they're like, ah, can we do it again? And Prue's like, yeah, <laughs> fetch. Go. <laughs> Go. Have fun. Play. Throws the ball. <laughs> yeah. And then the coppers. Yes.
2: Um. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wee-oo, <laughs> wee-oo, uh-oh. uh-oh. I don't know if you've seen Adventure Time, but there is one scene where Finn, the human, his arm gets chopped off during a fight because he's he's like a warrior and he looks at his arm and goes oh 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 <laughs> like for like like a solid fifteen seconds and I think about that all the time whenever I'm panicking. <laughs> That's also how I would react. To be fair, <laughs>
0: um, yes. So we cut away. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, um, and we cut away to Patty
2: going to meet Victor. Right, because. She'd been talking, so earlier the reason why she was, when she had gone back to see the girls, she decided that she could leave early with, and leave them in the care of Grams because she's like, oh, you are there in good hands and also have a date with Victor, their father. Um, she's really hopeful, she just wants to reconnect. So anyway, here she is on her date. She goes up to the apartment and she knocks and she's like, Victor, and he's like, come in. And she goes in, and, but sh- shocking, it's not him. <laughs> the answer <laughs> will shock you. <laughs> Get this, you guys. It's Andrew Jackson! It's Andrew Jackson!
0: It's Nicholas. Oh, I hate this, he's I hate so this, spooky. I hate this, he's she's, so spooky. I know,
2: she, he's like, I know you're the mother of the charmed ones. And she's like, impossible, I only have two. And he's like, you're pregnant with another, blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah, and then Apparently, without the ring, he can do all the like blood boiling stuff.
2: I mean, I, I think it's just his warlock power.
0: Yeah, that's just his power, but the ring is what will make him immune. Yes, exactly. Um, So he uh, he manipulates right. Patty, he tortures her, right. essentially, until...
2: Yeah, that was why it was so <sighs> uncomfortable to watch. You yeah. could see how much pain she was in. It was so awful. It was <laughs> so awful.
0: But he tortures her, uh, and then we cut back.
2: Right. So the sisters, the big ones, are now in a jail cell. They're in a holding cell. (laughs) Um, And Phoebe's like, it's not all bad guys. Now we get to have more time with mom. Like if we're stuck here, we can spend more time getting to know her. Or me getting to know, or finding out who she is for the first time. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Exactly. And then
0: who comes to break them out of jail? Well, not break them out of jail, just to pay their (laughs) bail money.
2: It's their mom. You would not believe. Get, what? Wild! Okay. So Patty Doctors comes. Doctors hate this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Patty Doctors. comes. Doctors. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, so Patty comes and mm. is like, okay, well, I, you were right. I am pregnant. Right. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? What is that? Alice in Wonderland?
2: Who are, are you? you? Blows smoke rings. Where
0: are your daughters?
2: <laughs> what? What?
0: Yeah, so Phoebe says, we're your daughters? And then she's like, well, I guess so. Um, It must be so. Maybe so. Maybe so. So she pays her bail. Yep.
2: And they're in the parking lot, and they're just talking about everything. And they're explaining why they came back. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you're too late. I gave Nicholas, or I I enchanted his ring so that he would be immune to your powers. I had to do it. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. So they're like, all right, let's go back to the manor. We're going to meet up with Grams. We'll figure this out. Yes. And so Grams does not believe them no. still <laughs> and is interrogating them. Which is actually a very funny scene. I <laughs> loved this scene. She was like, when was I born? What it was my husband's name? And they're like, which husband? <laughs> <laughs> What is uh What is IBM selling at <laughs> in your time? Yeah. and Patty's like Grams, and Grams's like, I just want to know. Just nod your head. <laughs> <laughs> this is no time for personal gain. Okay, just just if they could give us
0: just like a nod, yes or no. <laughs> uh, so she's got good comedic chops. Oh, absolutely. So they're planning what they're going to do, mm-hmm. and Grams says, "Well, Phoebe's not born yet, so we can't take your powers." So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bind your powers, and we'll f- buy us some time." Mm-hmm. And they explain that the reason that didn't work is why they're there in the first place. Yeah. So something, happ- something happened, nothing yeah. worked out. And Graham's is saying, well, then how do you have your powers now? If If the spell broke, if the binding broke, well, that has to mean that either I broke the spell, or I died.
2: Yeah, and she's like, I wouldn't break the spell unless we had resolved the problem, and we haven't, so.
0: So Grams has to face her mortality. Which is a
2: terrifying thing. Yeah. She's like, I guess I don't make it to the next century, huh? Yeah, which is... She takes it in stride, to be honest. I know. She's like, all right, well, that's that. Uh, compartmentalize, put that in a tiny little box, crush it down, and we'll not think about this. Yeah, exactly. But you you know she did. Yeah. I mean, that's like heavy news. And they're going to be gone soon, but she's got to live with that for the rest of her life. Exactly. Of knowing
0: that she doesn't make it to see a certain day. Yeah. Um, But anyway, she compartmentalizes. And Phoebe says, actually, mom, we have to let you know something, and Graham says, no, no, no. We cannot know anything more than we already do, because you're already reworking things in history. You're affecting it, and we don't want to cause more damage. Mm -hmm. So right now, we're just going to figure out how we're going to get you back to your
2: time and undo this. Mm -hmm. So their plan of action is to steal back the ring, Mm -hmm. disenchant it, Mm -hmm send the girls, the big sisters back to their regular time, and then in their regular time, they'll go back to exactly where they had left, which is when Nicholas was rushing up the stairs to the attic, but this time, because they disenchanted the ring in the past, his ring in the future will be disenchanted and he won't know, so he'll enter the attic and he won't be immune to their powers. Exactly. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot.
0: This this is the fuzziest part yeah, of this episode. Yeah, the logic
2: doesn't make a lot of sense because if they disenchanted his ring, in the past, surely he should have known at some point. Mm -hmm. The whole thing they're saying is that, well, they're just
0: going to slip it back so he won't notice. Right. But anyhow. Anyhow. The the overall uh, idea. Oh, we did miss that they stole his ring. Well, we didn't go there Oh, we didn't have, Yeah. sorry. The overall idea is that the ring will be disenchanted without his knowing, and then they'll be able to vanquish him. Right. So, then they go to right. his hotel room to steal the ring, and uh, Phoebe jimmys the lock, and they find the ring in this tiny little slide box with yep. no protection on it <laughs> whatsoever. Hmm. Great. Kay.
2: Okay, easiest, easiest part of the plan. So they rush back to the manor where the spell is already in the works up in the attic. Um, and it's like this whole thing, you gotta put in like mimosa. Um, this old. Stuff this all all this stuff, uh, apparently the grandmother made up this spell, like she's very good at making yeah. up recipes um okay, Grams is powerful as she's ha- powerful, so where am I on my notes? Oh, okay, so they have the ring, they are gonna disenchant it, they do so, and they're like, all right, time to send you back to your time. I guess they'll just deal with Nicholas in their time? Yeah, exactly. And and they'll bind their powers so that Mm -hmm. he can't steal them at that point. Okay, anyway, so um, they try to send them back, but it doesn't work. They go right back to 10 seconds in the future um, of the 70s. And right before this, Phoebe wrote a note. Right. That's, that's important. saying,
0: on this date, mom, watch out
2: for the water and for warlocks. And she tucks it into yeah. the book of shadows. It was actually like a really ominous sentence. It was like, don't go near water or you will be drowned yeah. by a warlock. And she tucks into the book of shadows and she goes to stand with her sisters. Um, and then they are to be spirited into the future, but the future that they get spirited to is only 10 seconds later. And then we get a
0: brilliant little comedy <laughs> moment, just some bickering between Patty and Grams, which I loved. <laughs> yeah. And very reminiscent of how the sisters pick her, too. It was cute.
2: Um, so they try to decide that maybe they need the little girls. Yeah, the they need ones. the
0: power of three to mm-hmm. send back the power of three. The only problem is it doesn't exist yet. Oh, wait. It does. Oh, boy. Because it's the uh, little Piper and little Prue. Yes. And Patty is pregnant with Phoebe.
2: Yeah, so by the transit of offered, it's yeah. like a little bit tenuous. But anyway, there's the power of three. Um, so they gather the little girls and they're like, OK, we'll do the spell. Meanwhile, Nicholas has just broken into the front door of the house. They're like, OK, Big Prue and Big Phoebe, you go down and fend him off.
0: Yes. This was my favorite part of the episode. They literally just get to beat up Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: so great. They smash a lot of things. Yeah. They're like, get me my steel chair. Hit him over the head. Now kick him. Kick em. So they basically beat him up, um, and then they run back upstairs where the chant has been taught to the two little Prue and Pipers. And their PJs. And their little PJs. So um And so then the mom, little Prue and little Piper do the chant, and the three big sisters are sent forth into their actual time. But
0: not before
2: Phoebe takes the note back out of the Book right. of Shadows. And we will... And take the photo. Oh yeah. And we'll talk about that more at the end of this episode. Okay, so they re-emerge in their own time, and they can hear Nicholas running up the attic stairs. Yeah, so,
0: ooh, ah, he's coming back, ah! And um, so they flip open the Book of Shadows and flip it right to the Kill Nicholas spell, (laughs) courtesy of Grams, and a a little sachet. Yeah, they're like, and here's a little spell packet, free of charge. They actually said that, which is so fun. It's so silly. It's so silly. And so they dump it out, and they say the spell, and then Nicholas is summarily vanquished.
2: Right, so he- He's exploded. He he rushes into the attic, and they're like, ah! And then they uh, freeze him, and then they do the spell, and then, like you say, he gets vanquished. But the spell is so intense, it's like, take all of his atoms and scatter them throughout time, make him so that he will never exist. Yeah, <laughs> it was it's like wild. Whoa! And then you like watch him like get scattered to the winds. Yeah, he like spins around faster and faster, and then, it looks like a supernova. Ooh, that's a good analogy. Shublamo. I kind of think about, you know how in Harry Potter, when they're talking about the, um, what's it called? When you, like, transport yourself to another place really quickly? Oh, uh, dis... I forgot what it was called, but then they also talked about the chances of getting splinched or was it? Yeah, that thing? yeah, exactly. And it's basically when you like do the magic incorrectly and then you leave a body part behind somewhere. I imagine that's what it's like, but with all of your Disapparation. Disapparation. Nice. Thank you. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. Uh, okay, so he gets Myrtle He gets splinched all over the place. All over. Ouch. Every atom.
0: Every atom. This was a good death. Yeah, heck yeah! yeah. <laughs> he died! <laughs> Not only did we get to see him beat up multiple times, we got to see him explode. Uh, oh, it was so satisfying.
2: A creepy, creepy dude.
0: Creepy, creepy. <laughs> it's, it's like
2: pretty, pretty, pretty
0: good. But like creepy,
2: creepy, creepy man. Creepy, creepy dude. Anyway, so he gets killed, kilt, and then um, what? Where am I at? And then we're we fast forward a little bit, basically. Oh, like next day. So now they do their whole like let's let's uh, reconvene. Mm-hmm. As usual. As usual. Prunes in braids, it's cute. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they, this is when they have their really hard talk about. Yeah. Phoebe talking about how this is when Phoebe really she's so um eloquent in the way she explains her emotions because those are heavy emotions to deal with but she tells her sisters that oh I'd left a note for our mom to warn her about her death but then i had taken it back and they're like whoa why'd you take it back and she was like because I knew that I had to let her go and that was like a crazy thing for someone of her age because she's apparently 21 to say and they're like wow maturity you've that really sucks but you've got it um and then they're also like, Oh, I can't even believe that you would put the note in there in the first place and this is when she tells them, You don't understand. Every single time I've had the opportunity to have a wish, I would only wish for more time with my mom.
0: And when I did get that time, I never wanted it to end. Yeah. Oh so Prue and Piper just they don't really console her that much. Yeah. They just kind of do a like you're you were very mature about it, good for you kid. Yeah. Especially Prue. Right. I would be on the floor, just crying, right. bawling, if I was in the situation where Phoebe was, you know, telling me something like that. Yeah. Of I had written this note and I put it in and I took it back because that is just such a gaping hole in somebody's heart yeah. that she exposed to them. Yeah,
2: and especially because she is your baby sister. Mm-hmm. She is someone who has never really got a chance to know your mom. And here she is confessing to you how deeply that has impacted her throughout her entire life. Exactly. So if I were to change something
0: <laughs> about this episode, yeah. aside from the kind of like fuzzy way in which this ring plot was explained, I would absolutely change the reactions of the sisters, mm-hmm. I think.
2: Because again, this show is fundamentally about the sisters, and mm-hmm. it should be about their relationship and how they re- react to themselves and to each other.
0: And they did have a nice moment earlier when they all like hugged their mom for the first time. That's true. Um, that was
2: really cute. She was like, "Bring it in, yeah." Huddle and they're all folks. kind of
0: crying a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And again, Holly Marie Combs crying just gets me every single time. Mm. Um, but. This, this one is much more of a positive kind of spin. Th- it's not a lot of grieving. Yeah, it's acceptance. It's acceptance. And they show Phoebe that the photo that she took yeah. in, in the past actually showed up. Um, and it's of little Prue and little Piper and their mom, who was pregnant with Phoebe. Yeah. And Phoebe ends this episode by saying, this is the best picture yeah. of me that has ever been taken, that I've ever taken of I myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which to me is reminiscent of when um, Mike Wazowski in Monsters Inc. is like, I don't believe it. I'm in a magazine! I'm, I'm on <laughs> TV! <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. It, it was very cute and light. Yeah. Um, and at the same time Phoebe did have this beautiful monologue and I just wish we had gotten a little bit more
2: payoff yeah. from the other two for that. Yeah. She's Phoebe is by far the most emotionally evolved of all three of them. Absolutely.
0: Oh yeah. As much as Prue wants to think that she is responsible for everyone, mm-hmm. she has a very hard time seeing past the pragmatics of the situation. Yeah. And Piper has a hard time with everything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we should just go, you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we should leave.
0: <laughs> to be honest, she has some great strategies, right. which are get out of harm's way.
2: Yeah, and she's a great business manager. Like She knows how to run a restaurant. Exactly. Like the, I'm not saying... I mean, Piper is always and forever my favorite. Mm-hmm. But
0: definitely Phoebe is the most emotionally available and mature, which is why last episode, when she had to deal with a lot of trauma... Yeah. Of knowing she has the potential for darkness. Yeah, that was difficult. And now this is all about Phoebe's grief,
2: and that is difficult.: Yeah. She's being put through the ringer. I know. I, I think it's because the writers probably see the most potential in her to bring out the emotional through lines of the of the TV show.
0: She's the heart. Oh. Yeah, I love that. OK. So um, that's that's the episode. That's the episode. Jeremy's. 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 Uh five out of five. Oh my God, five out of five. It was so much fun. Thank God. <laughs> I hated him. He's I so scary. I hated him. You a perfect Jeremy comes with a despicable villain. Yes. Yeah, who you want to see killed? Who you just need to see vanquished. A really good actor for yeah. sure. Um, the sisters actually being affected yeah. by the demon or the, the villain's yeah. presence. She's got a scary power. And a spectacularly bombastic death.
2: Yeah, delivered by none other than Grahams, yours truly. Exactly. Okay. Oh, I'm glad we agree on that. Me too. Hey, first five out of five, <laughs> Jeremy! <laughs> Woo! Woo! One hole, Jeremy! Bring in the next trophy! <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, trophy is just like ashes <laughs> of a demon. <laughs> Ooh. So
2: is are there any uh, final thoughts on this episode? Mm. I know you have a big one and I feel as if we should leave it on your thought. Let me think if I have anything lighter to add at the uh, just really quickly. Um I will say that we did witness them do a kidnapping. Sure, it was of themselves. But if you were a little child listening to this, don't trust strangers. Do not go with them to the park to practice your powers. I think that's a
0: very good piece of advice.
2: <laughs> a lot of questionable moments happened in this <laughs> episode.
0: Okay, so I did write something out, um, and I think I'm just going to read it. Yeah. And I just wanted to let... Uh, people know before they start listening, if you just want to like skip like 30 seconds to the song, that's totally fine. So I want to take a moment to talk about grief. Um, This episode is fun and it's kitschy, but it's also about confronting mortality and mourning those who we can't save, however that mourning makes sense for you. So many people are gone before their time, and their lives are taken in unspeakable acts of evil. And some people are taken by more natural causes, but when they're your friends, family, that doesn't mean it feels any less violent. Um, and we all deserve the space to mourn and, and commemorate their lives and memories without reproach, especially without reproach reproach that we have spent too much time on someone who is long gone. So on, on the day that we are uh, recording this podcast, today is June 14th. Two days ago, June 12, 2019, was the third anniversary uh, in Judaism, it would be called the yurt site, of the massacre of 49 patrons of Pulse nightclub in Orlando, Florida. So on today's episode, I wanted to take the time to thank them for having existed and to mourn the fact that transphobia, homophobia, and cisgender and heterosexual complacency continue to take the lives of queer and trans people of color on a stark and startlingly regular basis. I wanted to say that it's important to continue mourning, um, not just one day a year. Mourn as much as you need to and grieve. And I want to say thank you for letting me take the space to talk about the victims of this massacre. Um, And I wanted to say that I won't take up more space to read their names. Um, There are so many names that should be read and spoken aloud all the time but I encourage everyone to mourn in their own ways I guess and to commemorate the lives of these people and many others who are murdered for existing authentically. So, thank you. And that's all I've got. If you skipped and are coming back, here's a song. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm um, Shayna. Wait, that was thoughtful and perfect, oh. and I loved every second of it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and I wanted to add that it's important to mourn the the ones who are gone, but Appreciate the ones who are here. Let them know you love them. Absolutely. Don't let it be too late. <laughs> love you, Bryce. Love you, Shayna. Oh. OK. All right. It's a lot.
0: I know. But that's how we do it on this podcast.
2: And it's important. OK. I'm Shayna.
0: I'm Bryce. <laughs> you can find me at Bernadette Teeters.
2: Yes. You can find me at Your Best Bryce. Uh, or finished Foodstagram. You can find us collectively
0: at Charmed Spellcast. You can email us charmedspellcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening.
2: Write us on Apple Podcasts. Write us on Apple Podcasts. It'll make us go it'll make our podcast do better.
0: Yes, exactly. If you if you want to keep hearing the opinions of two people who love talking about sisterhood and magic and special effects and also queer health
2: and media Uh, please give us a rating. Give us a like. And let us know because we do it for ourselves, but we'd like to know that it's good for you as well. Exactly. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope
0: you go out whatever you're doing. Have a wonderful rest of it. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.
1: listening to earbud media production earbud media audio for everyone